Knowing your numbers in your business can and should drive many or all of your decisions. Looking at numbers when launching a course is the best indicator of the success of your launch. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you what numbers you should track and what you should do with those numbers. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the She's Building a Dream podcast. I'm Kristen, and I am thrilled that you are here. I've been an online business owner for over seven years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. Now I focus on helping online business owners like you learn how to create and design online courses that actually get their students results, which in turn will showcase you as expert you are, create a bigger impact, and increase your income. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram while also tagging me at She's Building a Dream so we can celebrate the work you are doing. Together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. When you launch your course, you need to be paying attention to certain numbers and metrics because they truly are the biggest indicator of success. The numbers should be what drives every decision in your business. Because after you launch a course, you might think it was not a successful launch, or you might think it was a successful launch based on how many people purchased your course. And if you aren't paying attention to the numbers, you will make decisions based on emotions. This happened in the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur. I had these big, crazy goals, these big number goals, and I really thought that I was not doing well or things were not going well. Come to find out, they were actually going really well. I just wasn't tracking the numbers and I wasn't doing it regularly. And honestly, I probably didn't even know exactly what numbers to even track. So when you first launch a course for the first time, it can be a little scary. You're not really sure how it's going to go, how many buyers you're going to get, if people are actually going to come into the launch or what that's going to look like. So it can be kind of scary to to put it out there and wonder Is it going to work or not? And a lot of times launching can make you exhausted, which can make you also emotional. And when you get that emotional exhausted state, sometimes it makes you think your mind, well, your mind will play games on you and it will make you think that it didn't go as well as it actually did. And so what happens to a lot of people when they first start launching a course, they think that It's not going well when really the fact of the matter is they just didn't have enough people into the launch, the webinar, the challenge, the workshop, however they chose to actually launch it. They didn't have enough people to actually see the offer to make the kind of conversions they want. And if you're not tracking those numbers, it can be easy to think that it's not working or that it's not going well because you maybe say you want 100 people in your course you only get 20 or maybe 10 or even five and you start to freak out thinking that it actually is not working when in all reality, you probably just didn't have enough people seeing the offer. So today I want to kind of talk to you about what numbers to track and then the decisions you need to make based on those numbers. So if you're not driving, grab a pen and paper because you definitely want to write these down. First, we want to track the number of people who saw your invite. We track both organic and paid traffic, so you definitely want to track both. That way you know which one actually is doing more of the work, and it's also a good way to see if you have cold or warm audiences or where people are finding you. 
it's a little easier to track the paid metrics than it is the organic. But one of the things that I do is have two different links, one for organic traffic and one for paid traffic. So we run paid Facebook advertising, Facebook and Instagram advertising. And when we run that paid traffic, it goes to a different link than the organic one. That way we can see who is actually landing on that page and purchasing from an ad versus purchasing from maybe my email list or Instagram or Facebook. So I highly recommend having two different links because it's easier to track where people are coming to you from. So the first thing, again, is the number of people who saw your invite. So the number of people that actually saw the page that says, sign up for my free workshop, my challenge, my webinar, anything, okay? Any front entry offer that's bringing them to your course offer. And the second thing is you want to track how many people actually registered for the event. So how many people typed in their name and email and said, yes, I want to come to this event. I want to learn all about the things that you talk about, right? The third thing is how many people attended or how many people actually went into the Facebook group. If it's a webinar, it's a lot easier to see how many people actually attended. But if it's a workshop or a challenge or something with some kind of community, you want to track how many people actually signed up and then got into the group, whatever community you choose to use. So for me, with course mapping workshops, it's amazing how many people actually purchase a ticket and never get into the group. And the group is where all the training is. So if you don't get into the group, you can't get access to the training. Now, some people don't have Facebook anymore these days, and I know that's a kind of a thing. But we also say that you can activate a Facebook profile for a short time just to get access to the trainings. So the third thing, like I just said, you want to see how many people attended or how many people actually got into the Facebook group. Because those are the people that actually signed up for whatever launch you, you're choosing to do and then are saying, yes, I'm here and I'm ready to attend. Okay. Then the fourth one is how many people actually purchased? How many people actually purchased, right? The thing is, though, is a lot of people will actually get down on themselves. They'll say only two people purchased. But the problem is when only two people purchased, they haven't actually done the tracking of the numbers to see how many people signed up for the launch, how many people actually attended the webinar or the challenge or whatever it is, how many people actually came. If you say only two signed up, but you only had 40 on the list, that's probably why. You didn't have enough people. You didn't have enough traffic. So we want to make sure that we're looking really closely at all of the numbers to make decisions in our business based on the numbers and not the way we feel about those numbers. So let's go back to the idea of having 40 people in our launch. Two people purchased, that's actually a really good conversion rate. We want to shoot for having 2% or more purchase our offer. Now, once you've done the launch several times, you're able to compare and expect more about what's happening inside the launch. But you want to shoot for the very first time having it be 2%. After that, we want to actually increase it and make it better. The biggest metric, though, to track, so this is actually the fifth one, especially if you are afraid of ad spend, you aren't sure how your launch went, you're not sure if you're making any progress. The biggest thing you want to track is earnings per lead. This is how much each lead is worth to you. 
This is how much each person that comes into your launch is worth to you. When you calculate the earnings per lead, it helps you to make better decisions. When you know how much a lead is worth to you, you know how much you can spend to get new leads. When you know how much to spend, you can actually scale the offer. If you don't know your earnings per lead, you are not making decisions based on the right metric. We want to calculate those earnings per lead. And to do that, you take the total revenue generated in the launch and then divide that by the total launch list size. So let's say that we had 100 people. I have to actually get out my calculator because I'm too busy talking to actually think about this. So let's say we have 100 people in our launch, okay? Let's say that we generated $10,000. This should be easy math, actually. $10,000 in revenue. We divide that by the amount of people that came in the launch. That's 100. That means each lead is worth $100. Now, wouldn't you rather spend money on ads if you know that each one of your leads is worth $100? Wouldn't you think, okay, if my course offer is, let's say it's $1,000, and you were spending $100 per lead, that means you're spending $100 and making $1,000. That metric helps you to determine how you are doing, and it helps you to determine if you can spend more money on ads or not. We have been actually hosting paid workshops for the last several months, and we track these numbers every month and take notes on what we changed. Because the most important thing is to not change everything at once. So a lot of times people will do a launch and it's emotional, it's exhausting, and they try to change everything because they only got two people in the door and they try to change everything. But if you don't actually know what you changed or if you don't write down what you changed, you can't make decisions because first of all, you change too many things at once. When you change too many things at once, you can't actually pinpoint what worked and what didn't. So I always recommend only changing one thing at a time. So every time I launch, I change only one thing whether that be the copy on the sales page, the way that people came in the door, um, how much we spent on ads, but that's not usually the thing. But it's usually something that we are tweaking to help the conversion rate. We want to just write down one thing that you change. Don't change everything. It's hard because especially in the beginning, you're kind of exhausted and you're emotional and you're trying to make this work. And the plane uses most of its fuel during takeoff. So you're trying to use all this fuel and you're trying to take off And it can get really overwhelming. So you start to change everything. The landing page, the launch mechanism. You see someone's doing a challenge. So instead of doing a webinar, you do a challenge. I'm talking from experience because that's what I used to do. I used to launch. I thought it didn't go well. And then I thought, well, somebody else did a five-day challenge. I'll do that. But the fact of the matter is when I actually pulled it apart and looked at my numbers, I did really well. So you want to make sure that we're actually looking at the right numbers and tracking the right things and only changing one thing at a time. Okay, so let's talk about how to make decisions based on these numbers. So let's say that the problem is there weren't enough people that actually came into the launch, or there was a lot of people that landed on the landing page and not many people signed up. Usually, typically, industry standard is about 20%. If 20% of the people that landed on that page actually signed up, then that means you're doing something right. But if that's not the case, then we need to change the wording on the landing page. We need to try something else. Change the color of the button. Change the wording. Change something, okay? If 
there was a 20% or more conversion rate, then we just need to increase the amount of people that actually saw it because that means that it's resonating with people. If you're looking at your numbers and the problem is that you didn't get enough people to actually come to the webinar or to join the Facebook group, look at how to get more people inside of those. What do you need to do? Do you need to keep reminding people to come into the Facebook group? That's what we need to do. Do you need to send out more reminders about the webinar? Do you need to find a way to warm up those leads before the webinar so that they are ready and excited for your webinar and they don't want to miss it? How can we get more people to actually join there? And let's say you didn't get more than a 2% conversion rate on your sales. So when you look at how many people came into the launch, if less than 2% actually purchased, then we need to look at how you can increase conversions. Then usually we check messaging first. So the messaging, the copywriting, how can we make it stronger, better, more compelling? And if that is good, then you check your offer. What could you do to make the offer unique, special, better? What could you do to make the people actually think that they can't go without your course? The whole purpose of this episode is just to kind of educate you a little bit about the numbers, the conversion numbers that you need to look at. And you know what? Maybe you've heard this before, but maybe you needed a reminder. Because numbers, if you're anything like me, are not your most favorite thing in the world. And doing spreadsheets make your eyes kind of go cross. (laughs) But if you actually spend the time looking at these numbers, you will be shocked what you find. But let's say, one more thing I want to cover, let's say that all of these things need to be changed. Let's say that all of these things feel like the problem. Well, we only change one thing at a time. This is why success loves speed. The more you can keep rinsing and repeating and doing, the better you'll be. So many online gurus will tell you to launch once a quarter. That's great. If you have your conversion nailed down, you have your numbers nailed down, you have the the offer nailed down, then for sure, because then you can scale it. But if you haven't done enough launching, It's hard to get the right data and the right numbers to make decisions. So we've been actually hosting a lot of course mapping workshops, and I'm trying to live with the idea that success loves speed, and I'm just going to keep going and tweaking and changing the more I can so that we can continue to make it better and better and better. And then that way I can look at the numbers faster and I get numbers back to me faster so I know what to improve and change faster. So please, please make sure that you're taking a look at numbers every time you launch a course, your first course launch, your 10th, whatever it may be. You definitely need to look at the numbers. And you know what? If you get zero sales, please still look at these numbers too, because they will tell you something. They will for sure tell you something. And in the end, don't make decisions based on emotions. Make all of your decisions based on the numbers. I know it's hard, but I promise you it will change everything. 